Hi, my name is Sean Taylor. That's my friend Chris Ford, a.k.a. The Objective Geek of YouTube and Twitter. Welcome to Avatar The Last Podcasters. Today we are talking about... Welcome! Exactly how he said it. Exactly. That was a little Southwestern. I liked that. And I, I don't know what <laughs> you're going random. I watched this random SNL skit today. It was called, like, Main Justice. It's about... It's like a Southern New Orleans courtroom but they moved to maine for some reason i think because of katrina <laughs> and it's just an snl skit and they, they can't understand what they're talking about and jason dacus is, is the judge but he's talking in like a southern louisiana accent of course and he is. i don't know i can't even explain why it's funny but it's funny uh of course he's talking in a southern accent that's the only way that he talks um uh... When I heard you, I I thought you were just like going going southwestern with that. I thought you were just like maybe Maine. I don't know why Maine accents and southwestern accents uh, conflate in my brain, but there you have it. Chris, how are you? What have you been up to? I've been doing good. Excellent, that's, excellent. That's, no, not much of an update. That's the extent of it. Good. That's it. <laughs> that's what we got for you, people. Um, awesome. I like it when you're doing good. I am also doing good. Uh, we were recording this last week because we always record in twos, but this week I am at home playing in a wood bat softball tournament on a field that's like 260 foot deep. That's why I gotta have the wood bat. And the infield is mostly weeds, and the outfield fence is like 60 years old. And there's like eight people in town, but for some reason, like a hundred people show up and play softball. So it's sentimental to me. I enjoy doing it every year, but it's a very weird, uh, very weird, uh, rustic experience, let's call it. So very excited, but not as excited I am as to, to talk about what if Aang and Korra switched places. Chris, you want to tell us how this is going to go? Yes. So, you know, people always talk about, like, oh, Korra's better avatar, oh, Aang's better avatar. But let's talk about, hey, what if they switch places? And in this case, first we're going to start off with what if Korra was just plopped in kind of into Aang's place. Korra being, like, season one, episode one Korra being put into Aang's spot of having to deal with the Hundred Year War, of dealing with the Fire Nation and so is this comic coming up. How would she manage that? Would she be successful? Would she fail? Would she fall? Would she succeed? Uh, what will happen? And how would she do it? Would it be? Will she handle it easier than Aang? Harder than Aang? What nuances will be there? So yeah, makes sense to me. Uh, so it's not that she literally thought out of an ice cube out of being gone for a hundred years, but it's that she got thrust in as a, you know, as a young 12 year old Cora, she got thrust into some pretty serious th circumstances is, is what we're getting at. Not that she was literally frozen in ice and is now unfrozen. Yeah. Just not, yeah. Just, just plop her in there. Just, just go with this thought experiment. Yeah. That sounds good. Uh, Chris, get us started. What what would happen? Right. What happens first? Uh, yeah, let's let's put her exactly where Angle's at, just in the Southern Water Tribe. You know, she's uh, in this case, I'll just say she's seventeen because I don't know how I don't have enough basis to go off for Cora at at that age, um, at like twelve. 
Um, so she meets, you know, Zuko's looking for the avatar, which they, she finds the avatar. He finds the avatar, and she goes off with Sokka and, and Katara. So the first big issue that they run into is um, she still has to figure out what to do about like she she'll be just like Aang in this case of not knowing what to do. The world's at war, so she has to go to the uh, to go meet Roku to get an idea of what's happening. I don't see really any issues there because we'll also give her Appa too. Because like I said, we're plopping her right in this space. I'm not you know not gonna say that she gets uh, Naga. I'm not gonna hinder her that, and she didn't have Appa. This would actually be a way different story. <laughs> Appa was so critical to everything. Something that helps her out is that uh, she has an easier time mastering the elements than Aang does, um, with the exception of air. So I think that kind of speeds along maybe the first part of her journey a little better. Yeah. The first to mid part of the journey. I'm trying to think of a time of like, at what point... Was something airbending related essential? And do we have like a fun, different story crux? Like that's that's mm. her first big challenge to overcome or that pushes her. Like in the same way, like Aang dealing with firebending, for example, or a similar way. Um, and I can't remember um, what that is off the top of my head. You know what's interesting? The, you know, so they go to the Southern Air Temple. Although Court doesn't really need to go there. Aang kind of goes there just to get a sense of where everything is at. Um, what's all going on? I think he was goes there just to confirm what's happened to his people. There is a couple of times. There's a couple of different episodes or missions they go on that Korra probably would handle differently than Aang. Like the imprisoned episode, she would not be. It would just be an all brawl. I think, I think <laughs> when they when they get on that boat. Yes, I think that's a reasonable guess. Yeah. And I think the end result is is probably close to the same. So that's a good thought process of, of maybe Korra gets out of certain situations uh, a little faster just by being willing to pull triggers and things a little sooner uh, by being a better, stronger bender. But I'm wondering, uh, you know, are, is, does that lead to like any consequences later? You know, does she try to fight Zuko head on early on does she you know uh... Ooh, so the interesting enough the episode where so let's say that um, uh, let's say the blue spirit episode still happens this is probably going to be the hardest thing because she would get captured I think still by the uh, Union archers I, I don't think that changes because I think you know um, that's that's not something she's prepared to deal with at in that moment, I think. Yeah, and Aang is you know more evasive than she is, and so I think she would be caught by them. The interesting thing is, is like when they are oh crap, my TVs. Uh, when they're breaking out, like she won't be able to break out the same way that Aang broke out because Aang was able to like use air bending and stuff to break out. He was able to like lift Zuko up and stuff. This is more going to be an all-out brawl <laughs> to get out. She's take she's kicking butt and taking names in this case. Like once she gets out, I think she's going to attack 
um, she's not necessarily trying to escape. She's just like, let me just take out their leader, Zhao. And that's how she gets out of the situation. I think she just takes out Zhao, which leaves them kind of uh, directionless. So yeah, so that's I think that's how she gets out of that little bit of a, a hiccup. Way different than Aang. But that's probably going to be her biggest hurdle. But also, to, I st- to, uh, as you mentioned earlier, I feel like that still has similar similar end results. Um, even though the actual action that you see on screen would vary quite a bit. Yeah. Um, see, I'm going through the episode list now. Just because, just give me a little refresher here. The so season one. Yeah, also she probably doesn't go to Amashi. Uh sure she goes to imprisoned. Winter Solstice. That's interesting because Roku still wasn't able to speak with Aang. Because Aang wasn't I've I've tried to, to think why wasn't Aang able to communicate with Roku right off the back? Uh, or bat, back, whatever it is. The book that sends dragon. Would Korra even be... Korra was less spiritual than Aang at this time. Like, would she be able to get that message from from Roku? Probably. Uh, I'm going to say I don't know somehow. or that it would be, like, a bigger struggle to do that. Yeah. Uh, which is not, the like, the sexiest answer, but I think it would at least be a longer, you know, maybe where she gains time breaking out of some other scenarios. She spends more time struggling through the meditative process of... Of getting in contact with Roku. Yeah, and even it being the Winter Solstice, that probably helps out a lot. That was, yeah, that probably helps out. I think that. Uh, helpful. yeah. Uh, so what else happens? Ooh, what do you think? Game? What do you think happens when she meets Jet? I think she's against Jet. Also, she doesn't agree with Jet and what he does. But is and she I a more vengeful he... spirit than Aang? Uh, maybe a little. You know, maybe he. Maybe it sounds a hair more appealing to her at first, but I it, there can I don't think I think the end result is like you know what this is wrong. Maybe it's a bigger learning moment for her as a person who seems like she would be a little more vengeful out of the gate. Uh, yeah, but I think at the end she does the right thing. She would be so annoyed in the Great Divide episode. She like Aang was annoyed, start, like picking her favorite people and hauling <laughs> them across, like you help deal with your own problems. Yeah. Right, she will be able to traverse them through the Great Divide easily because she's a great earthbender. Like that would be easy, but just if it would, they would irk her nerves. Maybe she will be testing her avatar patience. Maybe we get to skip that episode. Um, speaking of episodes, we could skip. We could skip Bato of the Water Tribe because would she hide that information? And she's just like, "Listen, this is uh, something I got, but you're gonna do it my way, and we're gonna go." And so maybe we get to skip Ooh, the two I bad episodes. <laughs> Um, oh, you know what would happen? The fortune teller, though, that is when airbending does come, Aang's airbending does come into play. Oh, yeah. But I feel like the, the way the way she gets around that, though, is that she forces someone up there and shows them the <laughs> the the volcano. Like, look, you idiot. She holds them over the volcano. Well, and most of the stuff like, she would be able to combat just with different combinations of other bending, right? Like, if the volcano goes off, it's like, all right, well, we got a fire slash earthbender here, so that's kind of handy. I don't know, because air, air was the perfect element 
for that specific like volcano eruption. I think she gets the people out before then, but I think the town gets uh gets gets eaten by the volcano. Yeah, I'm gonna give her the the benefit of the doubt okay. on that at least of that she would have found a creative and, and probably technically more powerful bending way to to yeah. to make it work. Um, might have been like slightly more ham fisted and less tactical, but it would have worked absolutely. Uh, All right, so she would have made her way to the uh the the deserter. I don't think she. Why are they even in the Fire Nation, the Deserter? They don't just, really need to be. Just to learn firebending, right? So she didn't yeah, do that. Yeah, okay. I mean, no, yeah. I mean, she still could. Just, like, yeah. hey, teach me firebending. Like, no, you're actually fine. Please don't set anything else on fire and go away. You're using or it. or it might be interesting because he'll be like, your fire burns way too hot. Like your fire burns. That'd just be kind of an interesting character thing. I think none, nothing changes at all with that. But it would be a time for her to. Right. It'll be a little character growth to show some patience. Because right now she, she's probably not that patient. Um, what else would happen there? Alright, so now the big thing. Oh, what, what else happened with the no, deserter? I'm just trying to think of other one? things that might be impacted by her. At some point I want something to like push her into like Learning airbending, I, I want to find that motivator. What that is, and I. Oh uh, yeah, that's, that's... Mm. yeah. I haven't found it yet either. Huh. Uh, so siege of the north. She, shoot, she doesn't get captured by, by Zuko. Um. Oh but wait, Z- Aang, Zuko's only only called Aang because Aang was stuck in the spirit world. I think she would try the same thing. So yeah, she could get caught by him. But she would then be able to burn. She would be able to get out of it easily. So maybe a few things happen relatively the same. I think some of it's more expedited. Does she get any benefits by like being ahead of the uh of like the the solstice, for example, or being slightly more prepared? Because I think her journey is a slightly faster one. I think, hmm, I think without the Avatar state, because at this point in time, she wouldn't have any mastery over it. So much how Aang has no mastery over it. I'm not sure that much changes in in book one. Like I think she, book I think one. goes somewhat the same. Like uh, Commander Zhao would capture the Moon Spirit, and then he would kill it. Then Yue would heal it, then the ocean spirit would get pissed off, still take over Korra's body, so that might be her first Avatar State moment. But would she bond really well with the uh, with the ocean spirit? Would that like be awesome? I think it would be, be more or less the same. Because the ocean spirit, at that point in time, like Aang isn't in any control. It's just the ocean spirit. Like I'm using you as a conduit for me to physically be on this plane of existence and kill all these people. Which is a really nice way to word that. <laughs> um, Beautiful yeah. spoken. Uh, then, yeah, after I say happens, whatever, whatever. Oh, you know what happens a little differently? 
I don't know. I don't know if it's that important. I don't know if I want to take this character out just because Cora doesn't need this person, but Cora wouldn't need off at all, so they wouldn't have to go searching for uh, Earth Benny Master. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how I went through that thought experiment, but. <laughs> Uh, Avatar Day will be interesting. It'll happen exactly this. Although Cora wouldn't give herself up, but she still would want to prove herself, but she's not going to do whatever they want to do. She's not going to do the punishment. Uh, when it comes important, Suku alone is just Suku alone. The chase, Cora's fighting them, and she would beat Azula. Uh, would she beat Azula? I mean, I think she would beat Azula, but that lightning... Is a twelve-year-old unexposed to lightning bending. I feel like it might be a better fight, but uh, she's going to be. I think she's still going to be in over her head at that moment, even if she kind of recovers and gets around it again faster, just by nature of being uh, a stronger bender. And yeah, I got, and I was approaching this as Cora just being seventeen, like just Cora book one, in in this point. But you can go with twelve. That's fine. Oh, twelve. I just don't. No, I see what you're saying. Um, I just don't have any basis, really. <laughs> anyway. Same, same. Yeah. As we push through, if we think about the the drill, oh, that drill's coming down. I think the fight, I think drills, I think she's beating the drill pretty easily. Um, Again, it's like where where does she think she's learned airbending? Also, she wouldn't have anyone learn airbending from. But I guess it would be like Yoshi in that sense. Like Yoshi didn't really learn from any airbenders. She did it on her own. It would probably be uh, yeah. Let's still go to the library. And yeah, I feel like this is guy. Still in the library. That all happens. Whatever the same. The drill happens most of the same. I'm going to cut to the part in book two that I think is interesting. Okay. How will the Crossroads of Destiny go? Uh, Maybe she murders Zuko. <laughs> no, uh... Does she put up a better fight in those circumstances? Is that what you're asking, essentially? Yeah, I think she does. Uh, and then though, she probably gets overwhelmed because and then all the members of the Dai Li comes around. Oh, but she would have met the Guru, though, at some point. Guru probably would have helped her learn airbending. Because even though he didn't know airbending, that type of Without that type of teachings and stuff would have, I think, helped her somewhat. The and and that would have helped her master the avatar state. And does everything kind of go? Hmm. I want. I, in my head, I want to say that things don't go the same, but I feel like in book two, things might go relatively the same. I... Except I don't think she I don't think she loses. 
I would say, and we've talked about it before, the Days of Future Past theory. I've always been like the ripple effect believer. Uh, but I think what we want to hear about really is like, so I, I do think most things go the same just because they're both solving similar problems and they're both good problem solvers in their own way with various styles. Yeah to get to the end it's like i think the part we all want to hear about is you know what does she what does she do to ozai right that's yeah that is honestly everything so we'll get to so we'll go straight to day black sun i i think that you can make a realistic case that up to that point everything would have very similar outcomes i think so and I, i i think day of black sun's where things differ because I think she'll find Avatar. No, I'm sorry, she'll find Fire Lord. And I think Korra, by herself, no Avatar state, can defeat. We'll definitely have enough time to defeat Fire Lord, Sozin. And even if she couldn't. The Avatar State would be triggered if she's ever in a life or death situation. Like Fire Lord Sozin, like to me, his skills are comparable to his level of power is comparable to. Uh, uh, not probably Kuvira, and I think peak season one Korra could beat Kuvira. I think that's reasonable. I think it'd be uh, still a balanced fight, and maybe her airbending ability, presuming that she gets over that hump at some point, I think that's fair. Yeah, I think she would by then. Does I think so too? She'd find a motivator in there. Does she kill him? Yes, absolutely. She kills him. Yeah, <laughs> that's the difference. She doesn't go, but she, she doesn't go through the same like epiphany process as Aang does. The energy bending type of stuff. Does she doesn't have any sort of mental buildups or epiphanies that Aang does because she's not fighting the same internal battles, I guess. Yeah. So maybe yeah. energy bending just doesn't happen. I don't, yeah, I don't think energy bending happens. I think she just kills the Fire Lord. That's the that's the most straightforward way she can solve this problem. She doesn't know how to take his bending away. She has no moral conundrum with killing him. Uh, yeah, I think she would just kill him. Uh, what does that leave energy bending in the future? What do we miss out on for missing out on energy bending then? Uh, you just can't take it. It, it means when you're faced with an unbelievable bender, you have to kill him. Like, Aang didn't kill Yakon because he could just take his bending away. Um, like it's the, it's the ultimate. Oh, what? Hey. It's, the, it's the ultimate um, substitution to killing. Um, well, and I'm just trying to decide if that actually plays an impact anywhere that I remember. What about comics and things? Does that ever have an impact that they wouldn't have? Um, well, if you kill, when it comes to non, uh, when it comes to energy bending, no, that's pretty much it. I mean, Aang, this is irrelevant at this point because we're switching sides, but because of Aang's energy bending, he was able to give Korra back her bending. Um, but in this case, it, it doesn't. 
matter. Uh, Zuko will probably never find... Well, I won't say never, but it'll be harder for him to find his mother because uh, one person that... Because that clue was from Ozai, and if Ozai's dead, he doesn't know. He doesn't even know that she's alive. Um... That that kind of makes me feel bad for energy bending. Like it just doesn't get invented, but now it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. It, this so that <laughs> this more tame than I expected, though. But like I also I know I just fear that way of like Korra and Aang would have essentially had the same end goal uh, with the murder as difference, and they're both good effective problem solvers. So it might have looked a little different, but I think. I think the ultimate ends would have been very similar. I'm wondering if relationships would have been different. Like, Korra probably wouldn't have been as forgiving of Zuko. And, like, Aang already wasn't super... I mean, he was Mm. on board. But, like, there's things like that that might have been stressed differently. But would Zuko ultimately have, like, found a way to grow and help anyway and maybe eventually win her over? Like, yeah, probably. Yeah. And I should say that I'm not sure... I don't think Korra gets... I don't. I don't think she defeats and at the, the Crossroads of Destiny. I'm not sure she would defeat the Daili and Azula and Zuko, but it's more so stalemate. Like they get away without any big uh, any big injuries or, or life threatening situations. I think that Outer State would have probably have been triggered because um, she would have been put in that situation. But I think she would have been uh, fine. I so I think too. Zuko will still have the opportunity. Zuko will still have the opportunity to still rethink his life and stuff. I think you have to th- you you have to think pretty hard to 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 try to force a serious difference here. I think. Yeah. Hmm. Well. Uh, I don't know if I have anything else to add to that, Chris. Do you have any final thoughts? I really don't. Like that, I don't know. I'm going to buy a little fast soon thought. Uh, she would just be more killy killy a lot than A. A lot more than A. Murder, murder, kill, kill. Maybe, uh, yeah. maybe Faint, what is his name? Faint Long? Faint. Maybe that guy gets dead. Long, Long Fei. Long Fei, thank you. Oh, God. Maybe that guy no, gets I don't dead. Think she maybe a couple sandbenders get their heads blown off, you know, but, but in the end she damaged some relationships, but she saved the world, you know? Um, all right. Well, uh, if you're interested, come back next week and we'll do the, we'll do the reverse. We'll plop, plop. There's there's a lot more to go down. There's a lot more to discuss there. That's like four people. How does that deal with them? Uh, for some reason, your mic just got funny. Is that because you had your hand there? Possibly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that's where your mic is. How about that? Okay, interesting. Um, yeah, come back next week, and we will flip. We'll reverse them. And we will put Aang into Korra's shoes and find the impacts there. That's all I got. My name is Sean Taylor. That's my friend Chris Ford, a.k.a. the Objective Geek of YouTube and Twitter fame. This is Avatar The Last Podcasters. Spare us any likes, comments, subs, 
thumbs up, thumbs downs, reviews, whatever you can spare us. We're very grateful for. Do no, that. You, you keep those. It. You keep those thumbs down yourself. You keep, the, you keep them to yourself. We don't even get to see how many of them there are. What's the point of them? And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you next week. See you later. Flip, 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 flip. Game old flip, 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 flip. Doom, doom, doom. No one listened to that. I'm not familiar with.